But uh, I, neither she or I have slept particularly well lately. Back in, in our notes uh, on page page six, uh, near the bottom on item number six, Paul's joy. That's verses 16 through 18. And uh, he says, holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. So uh, item number six is Paul's joy. And uh, letter A there is in spite of the danger that his life was in, Paul had hope and joy in seeing Christ's work and fruit in the saints at Philippi and in fellowship with them. And so uh, last week we talked about the fact that Paul could rejoice in that Christ was being honored and followed by the saints in Philippi and clearly felt that the pain that his uh, I'm sorry, and clearly felt life's pain was worth it if Christ was being glorified. And of course, that's that's the point that all of us need to come to in our life, that we understand that, that nothing matters outside of. The Lord being glorified. I'm, well, I mean, our life's needs, our problems, they certainly matter. But the most important thing, the primary thing in our lives is that the Lord Jesus Christ be glorified. It's not that Paul was in, you know, in danger or in prison and that didn't matter. It's not that it didn't matter. It's that the most important thing. Therefore, if the Lord wanted him in prison, if the Lord wanted him suffering, if you remember Paul in the book of Acts The Lord said to Ananias, who he was sending to put his hands on Paul and uh, and Paul could recover his blindness and uh, and be baptized, that he said that Paul had to suffer. He said, I will show him what great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Is it possible that the Lord could assign us suffering in our lives? Yes, it is. And that's the point that we have to come to as children of the living God, that God's plan for our lives is the right plan. And therefore, when suffering comes into our lives, it didn't take God by accident. He, it's not that he didn't know it was coming. It's that he has a purpose to it. And we can thank God for the times in our lives, the seasons of respite that we have that don't include suffering, that have joy, have blessings. These are blessings right now of being together in this room. Praising God, praising his name, despite the fact that we all have challenges in our lives and and praise the Lord for the answers to prayer that we get. But life is going to include suffering. And it, it very well may be that it is by God's design that we are experiencing difficult times. And it's a, the point is, is we need to seek God's glory at all times, at times of suffering, at times of pleasantness and peace. And again, we can look to the Bible and and God told Israel that if they would be faithful as they were coming into the place, they were coming into God's plan. And if you remember, first it involved fighting. It involved warfare. Our lives are going to have that. But there was also going to be times of planting and sowing and reaping and enjoying the benefits. And so whatever season that we are in, we need to ask God for the grace to glorify him, no matter what our lives situations they may hold. And so um, we're moving on to the next item there. Letter I is uh, offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith. And if anybody, whoever needs the handout, if you could raise your hands again. Thank you, Maxine. I'm sorry I didn't come prepared. <laughs> and so uh, we're, we're on letter I there. Offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith. Paul said there in verse, uh, verse 17, Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. And so... 
a great deal of what he's saying here is that if if his if if while they are being faithful and glorifying God and growing and you know showing the fruits of the Spirit and doing these things, it, it, Paul says, if I if I get if I get offered during this time, if my life is taken from me, he said, I joy. Now, what is he joying about? But that his life is being taken for the name of the cause of Christ. But there are the people of God that he has ministered to and they have grown and they are serving and glorifying God. And and Paul says, I'm willing. And not only that, but I am joying that that's how I get to go. (laughs) And by the way, it's not always a given that we get to see the fruit of our labor. If you remember Jeremiah and other people in the Bible, they, you know, we refer to him as the weeping prophet because he was he had to give a hard message to God's people, and he had to see them go into captivity away from the place that God called them to for their blessing. Listen, we don't always get to see the fruit of our labor. (laughs) And I know I'm not the only one that you hope, you pray for the the, the people that you care about and, and, and Lord helping us be a witness to or a testimony to. We pray that we will see the fruit of that. And I prayed for my father... (laughs) Until the day he died, that he would be saved. And I would, at, toward the end of his life, I, I saw some things that gave me hope, but I didn't know. But I, I, I do thank God, I praise him for the day after that he gave me extraordinary peace about my dad. And uh, God used some men in this church to, to comfort me. And God gave me some very specific, specific, I'm sorry, specific things that were a great blessing to me. But I didn't get to have that peace, that knowledge until after he was gone. Listen, that's that is the way it is. Sometimes you don't get to see the fruit of of that labor in this life you know, or or when we want to, I guess I should say. So we, we want to see people say, yes, I came to Christ. And Brother Albie has shared with me friends and loved ones that he has got to see get saved. Praise God for that. That is that is one of the most wonderful issues of life. Is to see loved ones come to Christ. But that's God's dealing. Whether we get to see it or not, that's God's. He gets to play, to deal the cards of life. We, we don't choose that. God does. And He knows what He's doing. Brother Albie? Get back to the previous thing there. Sometimes I feel like, okay, there's consequences for the things I've done. Right. Amen. To say, okay, see, now that you're saved, this is what you can enjoy. Amen. And this is, this is like what people say about that. Everything, um, right. That face um, maker. I said, I don't worry about this. I don't know. Maybe I should worry about things or maybe, but God blesses me with the thing of, I, I'm not Praise the Lord. If, if I pass today, He's given me seventy-eight years of good life. If I, if 
by live farther, it gives me the opportunity to witness more. Amen. And so I, I, I get to that point where, I don't know. Yeah, I, our, our lives are in his hands. About, I'm concerned about it, yeah. but if I need an artificial thing to keep my heart going, mm. <laughs> it's not because God didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. It's because things wear out. Right. It's like we said the men's breakfast the other day. It's, it's like, okay, we need to replenish our faith. Mm-hmm. We need to keep it going because it'll get stagnant if we don't. Seven days without God is one week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's it's like that. I I get to tell you, and I get to tell other people, God's good all. God's the good time. all the time. Amen. Brother Bob? I was thinking what he was thinking about, and it came this morning, you know, when I get to thinking it's dangerous. <laughs> and a verse in the Bible just hit my, my mind. Faith is the substance of things hoped Hope for. for. Amen. The evidence of things not seen. And Amen. The evidence of things not seen is what we just got to cling to with all our heart. Yeah. I, I don't know why it came to me this morning. Just did. I was listening to Albie. Amen. Amen. No, and, and there's there's so many things about everything you guys shared, you know, uh, but uh, God's got the perfect plan and our place is to have faith and trust in him and follow him. I love the song, trust and obey. It's a very simple, very straightforward song, you know, trust and obey. It's the only way for us to be happy in Jesus is for to, for, to trust and obey. We are to have simple faith, simple faith and, and often childlike faith, just simple trust in God. That's all I need. And, you know, uh, and, and there's so many wonderful things you see in the Bible. I think about Daniel and the fact that uh, he was being faithful to God every day, you know, serving God, hard, hardworking, <laughs> a faithful man. And yet everybody around him saw he was favored and they wanted some of what he had. <laughs> and so rather than working hard and say, hey, maybe Daniel's on to something here. Maybe Daniel's God is who we need to seek to. No, they decided, no, we're going to try to sneak around and, and see if we can get Daniel in trouble <laughs> and get his, his job or his, his, his favor. And of course, uh, he was thrown in the lion's den. And there, Daniel's God reserved, preserved his life. Like, like Albie said, you know, whatever comes today, tomorrow, that's God's, God's to give me. And, and our place is to say, Lord, give me grace to walk with you, whatever happens. And God's faithful. Yes, sir. Initially, I was getting ready to say it parallels Paul. Mm-hmm. Because the activities of Paul led in his life before he got saved. Yeah. I think it meant in the Bible that, okay, you're going to have to suffer for of what you did back then. You, you killed a lot of Christians. You had, you, you know, you did this stuff. I'm not going to put that in your, you know, but I'm going to, because of that, this here is going to happen in your life. You're going to struggle. It's hard for me that you mm-hmm. was working for Satan. Well, Paul certainly, he believed that that uh, he deserved punishment. That's what Paul believed is yeah. that, I mean, suffer, listen, there have been people like Job. You see, Job, Job did not suffer because or all of that thing that came into it wasn't because he had been unfaithful. He had been faithful. He had been served. So, you know, suffering comes for all kinds of reasons. And God knows God knows what he's doing. And, you know, the truth is, if we all got what we deserved, 
Listen, there's no end to the horror that we would deserve to come to us in this life and in eternity. Brother Dave? Yeah.
Let me, uh, let me just, uh, well, let, we can finish this. So, um, offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, Paul could face his potential death with the joy of Christ's work continuing in his brethren and even rejoice and expect them to rejoice with him. So, uh, I'd like you to turn with me to Romans 15. This, this passage has been such a blessing to me through the years. Uh, Romans 15, verse 13. Romans 15, verse 13. Give you guys a second. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Huh? Amen. So Paul writes there, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Let me just read that again. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. That is the manner in which we are meant to live our lives. Yes, sir. We're going to finish up just a minute here. That what's that? Hope. We are to go go forward and hope. Yeah. And in and, and Hebrews chapter 12, you know, where it says uh, uh, having so great a cloud of witnesses. I'm going to misquote it. I got to read it now. <laughs> uh, sometimes I feel like I can start something and then it's not there. <laughs> Uh, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, that's that's Hebrews 11, which starts with uh, the, the what Bob was quoting there. Uh, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. The Lord Jesus ran his course. He walked the path that God the Father set for him and he accomplished, he, he purchased my salvation. He purchased my redemption and now I am saved because of what he did. And the Lord Jesus did all that he did looking forward. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. And we also are meant to for the joy set before us. Not only just get through things, but go forward asking God to give us help us to, to have the grace to glorify him. We are not just meant to get through things. It's listen, it's, it's not the, the goal is not just to get through, but to glorify God through. That is the main thing. That's why we're here. Every one of us, once we're saved, God does not take us home for the purpose that we might glorify God. That we might point others to the comfort that we have. To the hope that we have in Christ. Listen, that's why we are here. And again, I, I, I always feel like I have to tell you because I feel inadequate to the task. I feel like it's too, too big for me. And that's because it is. It's too big for all of us. However, God in us, God is up to the task. And if we if we refuse, if we say, no, 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 I, I can't I can't do that, that thing. I can't do that, that, that testifying, witnessing thing. That's that. I'm just not that kind of person. That's why we're here. Why we are here is to testify of what Christ has done to save me and, and, and to change my life. And listen, I am I am not the creature that I was when he saved me. I am a redeemed man. I am on my way to heaven and I still got issues Man, I got piles of issues, but nonetheless, God has a purpose 
to make himself known in mind of your life. And I'm not telling you we ought to be preachers. I'm saying we we need to be God's people in this world and ask God to give us a voice that glorifies him. Ms. Barbara. Yeah, yeah. And the Bible says in First Peter, be ready with an answer <laughs> to those that ask a reason of the hope that lies within. And that's that's what we need to be walking in hope. That's what Bob was sharing as well. And so we're going to go ahead and stop right there. Um, let's go ahead and close a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy. And we do pray to help us to walk in hope, Lord. Help us not to be, Lord, under the circumstances. Help us not to be, Lord, uh run down with the weight of this world or with sin or anything, but help us Lord to walk it with you. Help us keep our heads held high. Help us to, to be ready with an answer to anyone that asks a reason of the hope that lies within and help us to testify Lord, somehow, some way, give us the ability to say, Jesus is what has made me different. Lord Jesus, you, you have made us whole. And I pray that you please bless in the coming hour for your glory. Please do a great work in every one of our hearts and give pastor Ken the very words to say, Help us all to receive from you all that you have for us. We thank you for this day, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.